For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. Can't make this stuff up, man. You cannot make this stuff up. We don't have to because we call it. <laughs> we don't have to make it up. We already know it's about to happen. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe back in the building alongside Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Uh, we got some making up to do. Uh, your, your boy's back from the IR. Uh, so we got some making up to do. Obviously, Niners coming off uh, that big win against Seattle. Little quarterback shuffle. Looking ahead now to Dangerous <laughs> on a Sunday night football. So we'll get into all of that uh, here on the Believe uh, in 49ers pod. As always, want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead, hit that like or follow button. Uh, as always, hit us up on social media. Get involved in the show. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. Uh, as always, we are brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join. And make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe Fifty to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Hey, like, where do we start, Ed? Where, right. where, 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 where do we start? Um, I, 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 you know what? You pick a spot, and I'll follow your lead, man. Okay, all right. You uh, know, I've been talking. I've been talking to the people, man. They hadn't heard from you, you in a minute, you, so. And you do it. You do a great job of that, right? Like we, I mean, we, we, we've been, uh, for better or for worse, we've been committed to each other throughout the course of this run, right? So yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so you you don't you don't leave your boy behind. I I don't leave you behind, and you know we we just we just kind of roll that way. All right, so let's just, CMB CMB man. That we all we got right. So let's just uh, let's I mean let's just not let's just let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, that mm-hmm. is Trey Lance, right? He's out for the season. Um, uh-huh. Okay, so here we go. Ultimately. Well, first off, let me start here. Okay. I think this could be good for Trey. And I say that because I think he could use a little bit more seasoning. I think ultimately he can benefit from this, not being rushed in there and pressured into a situation. Um, 49ers as a staff, as a front office, have shown the their – incapability of being able to manage this situation correctly right and so one of those things and look we we can go back and we can check the tape i've been saying this since trey got drafted and even you and i didn't necessarily agree on this from the beginning but my whole thought was okay great you draft them 
You had Jimmy mm. last season. This season will be Jimmy's last on his contract. You got two years with him. Next year you can work on Trey, and you'll have two years to be able to evaluate him before you op- before you decide to use that fifth year option or, or not. Right? That was always my stance. Um, that does not change. It just it's magnified now because Trey is hurt and he's out for the season. Um, I don't wish injury on anybody. I don't hate Trey. Let's just throw that out there, right? But we call a spade a spade. This team is a whole lot better right now with Jimmy as its quarterback than Trey Lance is as its quarterback. Um, And let's just keep it a buck. Kyle needs Jimmy more than Jimmy needs Kyle. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Right now, definitely. And we've seen that. And the numbers show it. And there's a lot of people that just, you know, scoff at the whole win-loss percentage, this, that, or the other. But there's something about Tim being in that lineup healthy that invigorates this team. And look, you saw the reaction from his teammates when he was able to, when he went in there, one, when he was making plays, two, and three, when he ended up scoring that touchdown uh, late in the game. And so um, I think it's, it's evident that, you know, Kyle needs Jimmy more than Jimmy needs Kyle. Now, the other part of that is, you were fortunate to have an insurance policy for Trey. That insurance policy being 10. Now we know 10's history as well. Now you need an insurance policy for your insurance policy. So that's the next step. But as for where this team is right now, um, I think the game has changed a little bit with him. Uh, What do you mean? Just in terms of expectations, right? I think they kind of just wanted to float beneath the surface just kind of get into the playoffs with five and and just sort of see what happens i think with 10 you're now i mean at least through these first two weeks you look like a legitimate contender to win a division you look like obviously a playoff candidate and clearly you have a super bowl roster and Mm -hmm. a quarterback that's been there Mm -hmm. and has been in two title games yeah yeah last three years and yeah, so I think that ups the ante a little bit, right? I think that I think interesting. the target kind of moves back to the Niners as opposed to, you know, them being able to just kind of fly under the radar a little bit and, and people sort of forget what happened last season because they're trying to work in this new quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting that you put it that way because it's, it's so funny. With two things – you know, back to where you said you don't hate Trey and all of these type of things. I know that. I've seen enough of that, and I know that. Um, this is the thing that um, it's a fact. This is not um, an opinion. This is not me liking. I get so much of that. You don't like Trey and all of this stuff. You just love Jimmy and riding Jimmy and all this stuff. I don't care. I don't care. But what I do know, a fact as you said, Kyle needs Jimmy. Even going into this season, with Jimmy Garoppolo starting at the quarterback position or playing under center, um, for the majority of the game, guess what happened? The win percentage, winning percentage for Kyle Shanahan, again, went up. Without him, this season, with another quarterback, other than Jimmy Garoppolo playing the majority of the time, the winning percent, winning percentage, even with Trey as your starter, went down. You lose with other quarterbacks. 
So it's obvious that Jimmy needs him more right now for this particular guy. Now, we don't know because Jimmy's never started anywhere else. So we don't know what Jimmy would be without Kyle. I know what Kyle is without Jimmy. Fact. Okay. That's that's proven. Um, you talk about the, the Niners being a contender and everything. It's interesting. Um, the way you put that, and with Jimmy being back on, you're absolutely right. With Jimmy being your starter, starting quarterback, with the with the team that you have, the team that just went, that Jimmy Garoppolo just took, say what you want to say, people. He was a quarterback under center. And when every other team goes to the playoffs, it's always that the quarterback took them to the playoffs. For some reason, Jimmy can't be that guy. So I'm just let's just take that out of Jimmy Garoppolo was the team was the quarterback that took this team, led this team to the NFC championship last year. He's back. I think the team has improved. You should have the same expectations with that same quarterback. You really should. Um, But. Interestingly enough, I think there is less pressure on Kyle and Jimmy. Which should free them up to, to play pressure. better. I less. think there's less pressure than there would have been because if Ky, if if Jimmy had come back under center at as the quarterback, there is nothing else for you to do. But take it there. You got to get this team there. We know you're on your last deal. If he had left him at the starter with Trey, Kyle decided to start Trey. Trey. Kyle then, the pressure on Kyle, so let's go to pressure on Kyle. Kyle, having a Super Bowl team, and you were saying that um, the expectations were, you know, it was a little tempered. Let's just get to the playoffs and see what happened as Trey grows. But you also, Kyle has tied himself to Trey. Trey has to play good when you, when you got rid of a guy that just took you to the NFC Championship. You got to get Trey going. Kyle had no choice but to get Trey going. You had to start implementing him more and more into this offense because he had, remember, your quarterback supposedly um, the, the position needed to be upgraded, which means you're, it, if Jimmy wasn't the reason you were getting there, this quarterback position was supposed to win games and be the reason. It was supposed to get you over the top. So Kyle has pressure on him or had pressure on him to make certain that five was starting to play at a certain level as the season progressed, I believe. Trey also had that pressure to perform. He was going to, you're the quarterback for the Niners now. You're the starter. It's listed. So now guess what? Just like Jimmy, just like everybody else, you're the guy that's supposed to win championships. And yes, your first year and everything, but everybody else is saying you got a Super Bowl roster. You can't blow that. So there's a certain amount of pressure on him to perform as well. Now that you flip that over with Jimmy, guess what? Jimmy's auditioning. Somebody asked me, what if Jimmy wins the Super Bowl? Then guess what? He'll be the starting quarterback. Some other team next year will just say, we just signed the um, the, the Super Bowl winning Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy's Back. playing somewhere else next year. Jimmy, Jimmy will not be here with the Niners. He will not be. Re- two reasons. Number one, they can't have him here. Trey is the starter. They've already invested in that, and they have to let Trey play. They they have to. John, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have to let him play when he's healthy. That's number one. Number two, it, 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 well, let me go back on that. 
Because people say, well, what about a trade and all this stuff and everything? He's, he hasn't played. Nobody's going to trade for him. No, no one's no no one's going to trade and give them what they what they gave up for him until they they can see if, if he can play. So they're, they're, just like you talk about, there were no trade partners for Jimmy. There won't be trade partners that, that are going to give you those ones and all of those things back that you um, spent on trade because he hasn't played. So you you have to play trade. And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go and be a starter and make starter money somewhere else. He has this really good team. So somebody else is going to say, like, wait a minute, people don't like him, but every time he's under center, he's winning. Uh, and the same thing's going to happen this year because it's a good team. <laughs> so, so I think there's less pressure on both parties to play free. Kyle knows he can do whatever, try whatever. It's just, it's just about winning right now, which is the mindset of a, of a coach. A coach is all – the GM is long-term good. The coach is like, how do I win right now? So he can focus on how do I win right now. Everyone says, Jimmy can only win if you play good defense and run the ball. He can't win the game for you. And guess what? Play good defense. Run the ball. Let Jimmy do what he does. You got a good team. You got a team built that can do that. So go ahead and do it. And I think that's what you'll see moving forward. So I think you are right in the expectations should rise. I, I always, you know, I always said I thought this was a 10-win team that should be in the playoffs. There's now this team, and, and I didn't think they could win the division. They should win the division. They should win the division now. They should win the division. The Rams are the best team in this division going right now, and the Rams, the Rams, they I, look I'm like sorry. a mess. Well, the, well, the Rams aren't a mess. The Rams are a really good lock, a roster, but the Rams still have little brother syndrome when it comes to the Niners. Yeah, I don't they, care. They don't. They don't look great. They. They. Um, well, they look the same way. Matthew Stafford looks like Matthew Stafford. Um, they're doing the same thing. I, I mean, bro, I, I, I know I get all of this hate. Matthew Stafford led the league in interceptions last year. And he and they he's I mean, catch the ball. Drop picks matter. You catch the ball. It's a whole different. He is not doing AT&T commercials. He, he's not. If you if if you if we're not see we live in LA we see they don't see him like we do we see Matt Stafford what every fifteen seconds yeah, yeah. <laughs> every yeah. every every commercial break that comes on any any television is Matthew Stafford it's it's him um, and old girl from AT and T absolutely yes yeah. that, that's it so so none of that would have happened and Matt Stafford is still the same guy throwing the ball away doing the same thing but that defense will make plays and come you, up for you him. Can, I mean you can say the difference between Jimmy and Matt Stafford last year is Aaron Donald. Um it in it to an extent because I mean you look at when it came to be winning time, right? Like Aaron Donald took over. Aaron Donald made plays. Yes. Jimmy's defense let yes. him down. Like even in the Super Bowl, right? Like Burrow had had Chase running wide open after Jalen fell, but Donald was able to get there, right? Donald, like, either Donald or um, or, or, or guy Von Miller, yeah, yeah. right. Who, so who, who who does not get his flowers? Von Von Miller, Von Miller is is one of the biggest game changers the league has ever yeah, seen, yeah. as has ever seen. And I think when they look back on it, you will see because there are very few people that can dip that shoulder and get around the corner the way Vaughn can. Still, and still and can. It's still and at his size because Vaughn's not a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, but let's keep going. Let's keep going. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that, I mean, I, I think that's a, that, that's a huge, that's a huge difference, yeah. right? Um, and you, you look at that, that's a huge difference. I mean, yeah, so, having yeah. Aaron Donald having a defense to make plays for you in winning time, you know, I think all that, all that stuff. Now, that, now, can I, that, well, that, that definitely matters. And, and that's what, so let's go back. Like I said, run the ball, good defense. That's what you should be able to do. I think, I, you know, I always say a team is going to go as far as the secondary can take it. I think you got playmakers. Didn't we tell people about Huff before he ever oh, touched the field? That, so but what he could turn into. The, and, the difference from year one to year two, my goodness. I mean, I, I expect, I mean, we expected this, right? Like, I, I we, yeah. we talked about it, but to see it and to see it immediately, right? Like, I mean, it, yeah. it, it was game one. He's coming out, and then it continued this week, this past week against well, the Seahawks. Like that's how he plays. That, that's how he that plays. That is how he plays, yeah. right? Well, that, and that's With how he played. Credit before. them that they're using him that way as well, where it's they're allowing him to use a yeah. myriad of talents, right? Yes. Like they're not just saying, "Okay, you just play back here, middle third, whatever," right? Like mm-hmm. they're allowing him to get get his nose dirty and all all those things that he was doing at SC that kind of made him successful they're kind of giving him reign to do that and it's been Amen. fantastic <laughs> man what did i tell you what did i tell you about robert sala when you know you become a you become a really really good coach when you got dudes you look so smart as a coach and, and like you say it's um you you got to credit them for using them it's not that hard it's not that hard to see that okay this guy can do this so i'm, I'm gonna put him in position and that's what ryan is doing it, it, you know what? It would just be bad coaching to sit here and say, I yeah, got to Some coaches are too smart for that, though, right? Yes, yes. And so I'm saying that's the thing. You become a much better coach when you got dudes. And you have been. So back to the secondary. I think you got guys at the corner because Ward, E-Man, E-Man is going to continue to grow. E-Man is eventually going to be a pro bowler. E-Man is really good. Ward, you got two guys at the on the edges that can be pro bowlers. Verrett hasn't even gotten healthy. He hadn't gotten back out there yet. You got, I mean, you, Jimmy Ward's going to get back on the field. You know you got um enforcer in there, you know, the playmaker in there. Huff is going to continue to grow. Huff hadn't even scratched the surface on the type player that he can be because I think that's what he's going to be. So you got that. You were talking about the Aaron Donald up front in the front of that defense. Um, um, you, you got, you, you, I mean, you got the bear up there. I, I mean, Bosa, baby Bosa is going to take over games in situations like that. Yeah. You're going to get to the situation where you got to have a stop. You're going to get that stop. You're going to get that strip sack, fumble. It's going to it's going to it's going to happen. You got guys that can make plays like that now. So I see that happening. Um and I see this I see this team having an opportunity to to go back. You win your division, you know, you win your division. I I don't I don't know if you're going to have the you know, have the best record in the conference or anything like that, but you you should have that home playoff game. Um, then you play one more, and and, and you you don't you know that, that drop pick. You don't do that. You're you you got a shot, and that's what that's where this team should be now. That's the expectation. I didn't have that expectation with Trey. This ain't hating on Trey. This is just that Trey had to learn how to play quarterback in the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo, people like him or not, he knows how to play quarterback in the NFL. And everyone's like, oh, we've seen this before, and we know exactly what's going to happen. You were living on a prayer and a hope. Someone um, 
what someone I was doing a live or I don't know if it was a lot. Yes, I was doing a live and someone on there said, we already know what Jimmy is and Jimmy can't take us to the Super Bowl. And I just stopped for a second. I was like, that's so not true. I, I, how can you possibly say Jimmy can't lead the team to the Super Bowl? He's already done it. It's a fact. It's, it's not a, it's not, I hope he can. Trey is a, I hope he can. Trey is, I, I believe he can do this. Trey is, I want him to do this. Jimmy has done it. I know, I, I know Jimmy can win the division. I know Jimmy can win a playoff game. I know Jimmy can take the team to the Super Bowl. And if he can take the team to the Super Bowl, I, I now here we go. I believe they can win it. That's the only thing, the belief that I have to have. But you can't tell me he can't get the team there. He's already done it. Yeah, it's the it's the short term amnesia for me. Um a lot of people forget what that quarterback position looked like before Tan got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's like, well, I mean, yeah. Eh. But the, so, but the so, new thing now, though, is Jimmy's numbers in the fourth quarter of playoff games, um, and 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 how that that isn't very flattering. Um, and, and yeah, all, I, I think I look. I think there's something to that. I, I think all, all relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Relevant. I, th I think it's all relevant. I think you, you yeah. look at, you look at Jimmy, there's a couple plays here and there. You're like, okay. Yeah. Like he, he definitely should have made that play. He definitely should have made that throw this, that, or the other. But I think ultimately when you, all things considered, when you look at the whole scope of things, you take a look at the whole pie. Mm -hmm. um, I think right now he gives you a better chance. That does not mean that Trey won't eventually be better or Trey won't eventually, you know, e eclipse Jimmy or, or, or become this top tier quarterback in the league. Um, we hope we, we all hope we, that's certainly the Cause, hope because right? he, he is the, he is the quarterback. Trey is the starting quarterback guys, right? J Jimmy Garoppolo is the backup. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is the backup. Trey, Trey is the starter. Jimmy is the Let backup. Let me ask you a question. What, what do you make of Trey not being named a captain? Um. Well, that's the players' vote. That's if if the players well, if the players that, that's yeah that's exactly well, so that, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. asking you. So what well, you, no. Well, I'm I'm just saying this. So if the players are truly voting on captains, if you're truly voting on the voices and the leaders and the things like that, remember I've always told you there are certain the quarterback is the de facto leader of a team, no matter what. Guys on the team know that because he's got the ball in his hand every play. You're going to hear his voice every, all the time. He's going to be – he's the face of the franchise. We got that. There's a difference in being that leader and being one and being the pulse, being a heartbeat, being a go-to guy, being, being, being the guy that sets the pace and sets the standard. Trey, if you're leaving that up to the players – it's very hard for a young guy who's never played at any position to be that guy because you're dealing with grown men. You're dealing with professionals. And what have I told you? I always told you acceptance is show me, show me you. It's easy to be accepted in a locker room. All you got to do is ball out. So now everybody's telling me that you're going to ball out. Everyone's saying that you had the potential to ball out. Everyone 
I, I, I can see you at practice and doing all these things and be like, okay, there's talent. I see this guy. I know what he can do. But you hadn't played yet. The back of your car got goose eggs on it, man. You, hadn't, you haven't done anything. So why, why am I, why am I going to say you're the captain? I'm going to put you in position to set the standard when I don't even know if you can live up to the standard that we've set. I, I, I hope you, so that's why, that's why that didn't bother me. It was like, it, so what it showed me is that it truly is a player's vote. Cause you, a lot of times they'll say these are the players vote. And then they slip that guy off in there. I mean, like there, there's no way because I, I know there, there's no way this guy is going to be your captain. If you let, if you let a bunch of grown men that have been in the game and you got a veteran squad like that, yeah, you got some young guys out there, but but your young guys have been in the league for a while. That, that's how it works. So I don't I don't have a problem with that. that you know that I, a lot of people made something out that like they didn't really like him, and, and that's they're still trying. They still want Jimmy and all that. Like, no, they didn't vote Jimmy captain. Could you know have. what's that? Could they have? Yeah, they could have. If they chose to. They're voting captains. If you're if, if it's a player's vote, they vote for who they think are the captains. And they could have. If the if the play if the players have voted saying we want 10 to have a have a jerk, but but then but but guess what? You know why players won't do that? Why would I possibly vote for a guy to be the voice and set the standard who's not playing? It's not gonna play. Yeah. You can't you can't set the standard from the sideline. So so that's what I'm saying. So when people are like, well, they didn't vote Jimmy either, of course they didn't. He's the backup. Yeah, nobody's gonna vote the backup. Um, yeah, nobody's voting the backup to be the captain, because yeah, because if you do, y'all got some. That's that's your team is gonna suck because <laughs> what you're thinking about. So, but I mean, but so that makes sense. I mean, and, but you know, people try to make things out of it, just like they try to make something out of it. Kyle got Trey hurt. I got so much of that. So many. Kyle got Trey hurt. Kyle wanted him hurt. Like, you know, that's that's just stupid. That's stupid. That, that, that's that's really really dumb. I'm not gonna call it stupid. It's dumb. That's dumb. So, so <laughs> why would he? Why would he want to get the guy that he tied himself to hurt? Number one, because you just said you think earlier. You said you think it's, it's good for him. That it's good for him. More seasoning and all of this stuff. See, no, I think it's. I you don't get better until you start playing. You like, yeah, you you think being on the field. I, Being on the field, you can learn. You can learn watching and all these things. But he's Trey's not going. When Trey hits, hits the field next year, he's going to be the same Trey. He's got to play. He's, he's got to play. play. You're, he, you're, he, until until he plays, I mean, yeah, he he'll watch some things. He'll learn some more. He'll pay pay attention to some things, and because he'll he'll have a better grasp of the offense, so he'll be able to see things differently. But he's still got to get the speed down. He's got to get the pace down. He's got to learn how to take a hit. He's got to learn how to fall. You you know I've told you on the pod before the pod or after. It's a skill to know how to fall. Yeah, that's why you see so many weekend athletes, these weekend warriors, um, in the IR all the time because people just don't know how to fall or get or somebody to fall on you. Now I'm not saying so. People, I'm not saying. Trey's been playing football all this time and and he didn't he doesn't know some of these things or, or he it's his fault he got hurt. Football players get hurt. But also what players learn 
is when the journey is over. Like as I told you, Emmett Smith said that. Like yeah. you what he he told me one of the keys to his success. And he said Jim Brown told him that. You got to know when the journey is over and sit down. Well, I think that was a glaring image from week one, right? Like you saw Justin Fields slide. You saw Trey try to lower his shoulder. Um, and I think that's just the difference, right? Year one and year two, just just kind of learning that stuff, right? Learning, um, you know, what you can and can't do. Just like that instant he had, what was that? In Arizona last year? Where you yeah, wait. He tried, he tried to, to run over that, DB. DB. Yeah. Because exactly. that happens in college. And yeah. what did I tell you then? That's, that, that happens in you college. And you can't do that here. Yeah. Right? Yes. That don't fly yes. here. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think there's absolutely something to that. And, and the, the skill in, in, in falling, and that just that reminds me of um, you know, Kobe was our Kobe was was our guy. And I remember just coming up. I was able to be at a lot of Laker games um, and and watch him and, you know, just kind of watch him go about his thing and, and the way he do things and saw just some magical nights he had when it was called the Staples Center. But the one thing that stood out to me at, at that time that I never really knew, never really paid attention to um, was his ability to know how to fall, mm-hmm. which avoided a lot of the mm-hmm. injuries um and i that that always like I, I never even known of an athlete to do that at the time right and so it was it, it was like a wow thing to me and so you know seeing that up close and then kind of seeing some other players around the league and then seeing other players who didn't necessarily do it or know how to necessarily do that and, and you know, end up with the injuries that they've ended up like. That's a that's an absolute real thing. And so I yes, think, there yeah I, yeah it I, really so is. I, I think Trey can I think Trey can learn from that. And I also think that you know there's just been a mismanaging of this situation. And and there are a lot of people that want to you know pat you know Kyle and John on the back right now. Oh, they're great. They're being able to keep Jimmy and blah 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 blah. Like I am not going to give them credit for having the foresight of knowing that. Trey was going to get hurt and they needed Jimmy and this, that, or the other. Oh, the matter, no. Well, wait, wait. Fact yeah. The fact of the matter is, like, he was gone. They wanted him to be gone. Yeah. The only, the only difference is, I think. You wanted him to be gone. <laughs> I wanted him to be gone. I'm yeah. the only I'm the only one in this conversation. It's a real thing. I'm yeah. the only one in this conversation that said, this I, he, needs, he needs to be here, and this yeah. is why. <laughs> back in the spring i said he he needs to be gone like he, he can't be here anymore like if he's not gonna be the guy he cannot be here anymore and uh, and and i think that you know there's i think the difference with with john and you know some other people around the league especially when you look at the cleveland situation right and, and baker like there was a desperation on cleveland's part to part ways with baker maybe and that wasn't necessarily the case for John, even though Kyle may have thought differently, even though that, that's what it looks like on the outside, right? That right there was personal. See, I think it was it was personal up in Cleveland. Something went down that we may never be privy to. But it, but when you when you go all in on moving a player like that, especially the face of your franchise, yeah. then th- that's that's something personal, um, especially when you don't have his replacement. 
So that so that's the thing about it's one thing if you've drafted a guy and all this stuff in this business and everything. So that wasn't business. There was they didn't have to move on from Baker. They chose to move on from Baker. Yeah. So unlike unlike here, yeah. you know, they they created the vacuum that was sucking everything in. So now what do you do with it? And um, yeah, you don't give them a playbook. You don't do all these things. You say that you don't. Uh, oh God, I tweeted that out. Then you should have seen people like that. I was like, I, I was like, I bet he wish he had given him a playbook now. <laughs> Sarcastic. Dude, I, thought, like, oh. I thought about that when I saw Jimmy roll out with the wristband. I was like, oh, he got, he got the yep. yep, yep. I was like, I bet you, I bet you wish you had given him a playbook now. Like, <laughs> so, which is which is crazy. So, so you know, so th- no, no, the 49ers do not, they do not get. And out of boy for having the foresight to to keep them in this position because they didn't try to. So no, you do not give the front office uh, kudos for that. They they vehemently expressed that they don't want him here. You did you you gave him the goodbye tour press conference. You stated to the world you were trying to trade him. You were actively trading him. You were like this is our guy. Your coach says I'm not even giving them the playbook. I your coach said I had no I had no intentions of him being here at all. What I do give them credit for is John Lynch taking the lead and doing his job. John Lynch's job is the ongoing good of the team. And John Lynch realized it is good for us to keep this guy here. It's good for us to keep him here just in case. And he made that call and everybody can say what they want to say. That was John Lynch's call. Cause Kyle said, I didn't want him here. I didn't think he was going to be here. He didn't give him a book. Kyle had no intentions of him being here. That was John Lynch's call. So not Kyle, John Lynch gets credit. If this season turns into anything, he gets credit for it. People are going to say, well, he should take the blame if it turns into trash. Well, it's already proven without Jimmy, it was going to turn into trash if another quarterback had to play. Because you you can't tell me that that rookie is ready to play. The, the last pick of the draft, you're going to tell Rattler. me. And, and I have seen people, people have actually contacted me saying he should be playing. Give him some experience so he'll be. This, this is what I'm saying, people, when you don't even realize how much you hate Jimmy. Somebody literally told me that. <laughs> That the that the backup to the backup should be playing so that next year he'll have experience as a backup. What kind of sense does that make? So he'll be able to back up and he'll have experience backing up. And so, you know, coming on the field and that's going to help him. So he should be playing right now so that when Trey is the starter next year, we'll have a, a proven backup. Uh, oh, so you're just going to watch this season away. And and let this dude be your be the quarterback. Now, like like really, you you think Jimmy's that bad? That that's what I'm saying. Like like people think think about what you're saying and what you're doing. That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, no sense whatsoever. It reminds me of a, a stand up I watched a while back uh, with Cat Williams. I digress. This is the Believe in Forty Nineers podcast <laughs> on Believe He Is Super Bowl Champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. The day before, the day before. Oh, we got to talk about Denver, huh? Niners, yeah, Niners getting ready to play Denver. Uh, your boy's back and off the IR. Um, 
first I'll I'll just say this. Uh great to be back. Obviously great to be back with you, E D. Uh your boy was was in the hospital for a little over a week. Um so watch week one and week two from a hospital bed. Uh yeah, a lot of fun. But uh grateful to be back and uh appreciate all y'all out there for for sticking with us. Uh big shout out to wifey who's a rock star. She held it down while while I was uh you know on IR, including being in contact with you, E D. She you yes. know she, she, yeah, uh, she, she, uh, she kept me informed. She that that yeah. was it. I'm I'm telling you, she that was it. She she was just she was just dropping bombs all over. She was going LA. through it. Let me tell you, I'm in yeah. I'm in the fourth floor of the hospital. I'm in a room. Same day or same time during that time, she's downstairs in ER with Summer. Summer went to school and you know she just started school. She got all the cooties. So, everybody's yeah, everybody's uh, cooties coming. Mikey was definitely going through it, but she's a rock star. Definitely appreciate her. Um, Denver uh-huh. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. New look, new look Sunday night football, by the way. Uh, new new play-by-play guy, new uh, sideline reporter. Um, their whole cast of thousands there on NBC. Niners at Denver uh, facing a, an old foe in, in Russ Wilson, Russell Wilson uh, on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jimmy G going in, Jimmy G and the Niners going into Denver. Uh, so when you, this Denver team is, it's tough to to make out because I, I I kind of expected a little bit more from them. Um, you know, I, I I didn't expect what happened on Monday night to happen when they went in there in, into Seattle. Uh, but Seattle played obviously very spirited and and. Oh well, Seattle knows Russell. And they they, they know Russell. I was there doing training camp. I can I can do the whole game plan. Like what they were doing, they they knew what Russell wanted to look at. Which goes into this game with the Niners. They knew they knew how to make him believe that he's going to have the deep ball because that's what he wants. They knew that he can't throw the ball down the middle of the field. This comes directly even from his receivers. Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett came to me and asked me, he was like, why did the Niners let us throw the ball outside? And I was like, what do you mean? He, he was like, whenever we played the Niners, they would always allow us, they put us in position to where they could we could run routes outside the numbers or they'd let us have the deep balls down the sideline and he said russell and he was and he was like we would just sit there and we would expect them to try and take it away and they never would and they were like because russell can't throw the ball down the middle of the field and they were like <laughs> tyler Lockett said he was like e i was i'm literally having this conversation with dk metcalf and tyler Lockett. he was like e he can't see like he he literally can't see down the middle of the field and like we get mad when we're playing a team and they take away the, the outside because we're telling them we can run inside routes. We can run the fours. We can run sixes. We can run it. He's like, he can't, he'll go to the sideline and tell the coach it's not open. And he was like, well, it's wide open because he can't see it. So all of these things Seattle already knew. So they were like, we're not going to let Russell beat us doing this. We're going to make him do this. The other thing they know, Russell can't run to his left and throw the, the he let me say this. He doesn't like rolling out. You make him ro- roll to his left. He, Russell rolls out to his right. He likes to set and throw the deep ball across the field, all this stuff. To his left, he's not as comfortable doing it. So, like we're yes, he can. For a right-handed quarterback, rolling left, and then you got to shuffle your feet. Yeah, yeah but, there, but you can still do it. But he still he, do it. He's not comfortable taking the deep shot. He'll still throw it, but you're not worried about the deep one in those situations. So, 
They designed all their defenses. That's what they were going to do. So all these type things. When Which you, is when very you interesting it, with his baseball background, right? Like as a middle yeah. infielder, you you figure like that will be something that may come more natural to him than maybe other quarterbacks. You know, uh, well, well, it's not but, to, to do that. Well, it's different in baseball. It's mainly because I was a middle fielder. So think about this. In baseball, when you're going and you're, and you're ranging either left or right, it's one thing stopping, turning, and setting your feet, but you're stopping, turning, setting your feet without the fear of getting decapitated. <laughs> so, so you, you see what I'm saying? So it's easy to, it's easy to set your body and do all of these type things because, because the only time restraint is an out or not, it's not injury. So that's, so that's the thing. So, so that's the part of football. That's not there. Football is a, is a collision sport. So that's the difference. So Broncos one and one coming off a sixteen to nine win against Houston. Um, yeah. So this 49ers team going against them, you know, like again, you know what you're doing. Um, altitude will always be an issue going there. Uh, so it's going to be important to not have the defense. I, this is one of those games where you do want to run it. But we talked about deep, good defense. Um, your special teams can't give up points. Simply can't do that. Um, don't put your defense in bad situations, run the ball because you don't want your defense. This is a game that you, you don't want your defense to have to take 85, 90 snaps up in Denver. I'm sorry. They're going to be gassed. I played there. I've watched teams do it. I've, I've, I've watched the deal. I've gone there as an opponent and then it's completely different. Once you are, uh, you know, used to the altitude. You can watch teams as the game progresses. You can just watch guys just just physically wilt. It's going to happen. So you don't want your you don't that's this is not a place where you want to log in all of those snaps. Um, so it's going to be important to do that to let Debo be Debo and do his thing. Get his his twenty touches. We know he's going to get twenty to twenty five touches. Um, utilize it. I think Ayuk. Uh, let's hope Kittle's back out there. At some point, Kittle's got to get on the field and start being Kittle. You you know, I, I get I get the hate for what I said about Kittle years ago when they paid him. And, and I think that's affecting some of the things that you do now. Um, reason being, if, if Kittle's going to be the highest paid player at that position in the league, he has to perform at that level. You can't be in the tub. You put that extra money into that position, which means, again, someone tweeted this, like, why don't they get a, a, a backup, a capable backup, and blah, 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 and all of this stuff at the tight end position since it's such an important part of the offense. And my response was they can't because they can't afford him because they gave that extra money to Kittle. <laughs> so they're paying him to be on the field. Yeah. And he, so he's got to be out there. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, I'm not going to say overpay him, but you can't set the mark above the market um, at that at that position and then put more money into a guy that can play at that level. You don't have to have the best tight end in the league to win a championship. The best tight end in the league, um, it's rare that he's responsible. He's the reason you win championships. It's rare. So, but so, but what, no, but what I'm getting at him back on the field, Ayuk on there, I think you're going to, I think you'll be able to utilize um, what Garoppolo does well 
the long handoffs, the middle of the field, getting the ball out quick. Like him or not, he's really good at that. He can read defenses quick, quickly. He can get the ball out of his hands. He still has one of the fastest releases in the league. Yeah, He can get the ball, and he gets the ball to guys in stride so that they can catch and run. He's a really good point guard. That's what you need your quarterback to be right now with this defense. Start it off. Run. What, what did I say with Trey? Run the ball. Play good defense. Take your shot from here and there, here and there, and let him grow as a player. It's the same thing. This is a defensive team, and that's what that's how that's how you have to do it. Don't allow Russell to scramble and throw the deep ball. Don't don't give Russell the deep ball. Make Russell do what he does. His stuff inside. The defense is fast enough to chase him down if he's running around. They've always done that. I think the secondary is good enough to not give up those deep balls. Um, and I also think we, we mentioned Huff early on that you have a secondary and you got some playmakers in there that can fool Russell into making some mistakes where you can, you can get him to see some things that aren't there. Um, because I think they got smart enough guys in the secondary to disguise some things and not give Russell, um, a quick read because if you give him a quick read we've seen it before change the uniform angle change that he, he'll eat him up Goodbye. you gotta you gotta you gotta give him something to think about because he's good yeah now, those are ed's keys i um i i believe i've been impressed with this defense i really like the way they responded last week against seattle mm-hmm. after getting beat against Chicago, you know, giving up too many big plays in, in my estimation. And one guy. Yeah. There's it, it, one guy. I mean, it's okay to say it. Greenlaw had a bad game. One one guy. Well, yeah, he had a couple 15-yarders. And he and he blew a coverage that cost him a touchdown. That was him on the uh... – He's the underneath coverage. He's the underneath coverage. He's got so he's got a he's got a man up that last guy on his on his side of the field. Okay, so he takes off. There's nobody there. He's responsible for that guy right there. That guy takes off up the field, and and he's nowhere near him. He's not even paying attention to that. That's on him. That that so that that one was on him. That's not the Pettis score you're talking about, right? That's the, uh, that was the first one. That was. That was the first one. The Pettis score, I still – the Pettis score, I'm trying to remember that because I'm trying to look at where Huff was, and I want to see what got Huff, Huff's attention. I think that was on Huff, but I'd have to go – I would have to go back. Because – I'd have to go back and look at it. It's basically a throwback by uh, – Yeah, by, so I want to – By Fields. Um, yeah, so I would I, – I, yeah, I would have to go back and look at that one. Um, but Greenlaw just got in his, his extension too, so congrats to him for that. Yeah, yeah, uh, but well, yeah, with, I mean, you, he can play. Yeah, but he 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 had a bad day, and then he had fixed a bad day. It. And, and look, yeah. and, and and but the other part of that too, I mean, he tends to get a little overzealous when when it comes to picking up those fifteen yarders, and I think that's just he's got to fix that. That's, that's easy, that, that they, easily he's fixable. Yeah, that well, that's on him, and and you know, and I I always you know people always say, oh, it's hard, it's hard to do that. It's not that hard. It's, it's really not that hard. If you see a quarterback going to the ground, guess what? Don't go to the ground. Yeah. Don't go to the ground. Well, he may get the first down. Okay. 
then he's going to get the first down. But I can't go to the ground. No. I can, because if you go to the ground, you're going to get a flag. You yes. know that. You, you know you can't touch him. Well, well, he's trying to fly over him. Don't try to fly over him. You can't go to the ground. And then the other one, the face mask. You just can't grab a face mask. Oh, man, you, you, you can't grab a guy's face mask. You, you can't. You know when you have your hand on the face mask. I'm sorry. Now you can, there are times you'll come in and you might inadvertently get your hand on one, but you know what a face mask feels like. There is not, a, there is not an NFL defender that does not know what, what, what it feels like. So just let it go. There's no reason for you to get a 15-yarder because you got this and you're yanking the guy's head. Five yarders, everybody understands. You're just trying to make a tackle. You may touch it. But there's no reason for Dre Greenlaw to tackle a guy by his face mask. Because uh, you, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a rule. <laughs> and he knows that. So, anyway. They, they have those in place for, for reasons. Uh, week three, Niners at the Broncos. 5.20 p.m. local kick. That'll be on NBC. Uh, you guys want to check that out? Of course, we'll have the recap for you uh, here on the Believe in 49ers pod. Uh, AD gave you his keys. Look, it'd be... It'd be a great day to have a great day, right? Both these teams one and one. Obviously, you want to get above 500, um, and then you're going to go into divisional play, right? You got the Rams coming up next week, the following week. So, you know, you is obviously one you want to get um, before going into into divisional play, and it's kind of the same thing for the Broncos as well, right? They they got the Raiders next on their schedule, and so mm-hmm. I think both these teams kind of in, in, in similar situations as far as that goes. Uh, but I mean, I've I've never been there, but I've heard stories about that altitude, that it is definitely a real thing. So, uh, you know, hopefully uh, the Niners to go in there and be able to handle uh, all that. Uh, the, the thing you mentioned, though, about the quick release, I mean, that's that's a real thing, right? I mean, we, we've seen that from Jimmy. I think that's what has allowed him to be effective and has allowed this offense to be effective. Uh, we, we saw that just last week, um, and that's something we frankly did not see from Trey, right? I mean, he, he held on to the ball. Uh, and and I don't know that this offensive line is equipped to – well, there's no offensive line equipped to be able to pass block that long, but I don't know how well this offensive line is equipped to to be able to um, – how effective they can be as far as pass blocking. I think we know what they can do in the run game, but I'm just not sure that the pass blocking is necessarily a strength uh, of this group. So – We'll see. Obviously, Jimmy getting it out will be uh will, will be key to their success coming up yep. on Sunday. Yeah. Um, as always, we want to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, feel free to get involved in the conversation. I do not hate Trey. And no, I was not drinking champagne after he got hurt. Um, hit me up <laughs> at our head oh, wow. on Twitter. Uh, he is at underscore Eric Davis underscore, and on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ed two five. So yeah, let me just say that. Let, let me just say that. I, just before we even go, so, so I can just put it out there. Um, I hope I, I don't think anybody's that way. But if you're happy that Trey got hurt, I hate you. I'm just gonna say that. Um, did I want Jimmy to be on this team? Yes. Why? Because if Trey got hurt, and as I said, the only way I thought Jimmy would hit the field 
You know I've said I said it. The only way I thought you could feel the, the last pod we did before this, yeah. right before the season started, we talked about this. Yeah, you would say real thing or not. And what did I, I said the only way I thought he'd hit the field would be injury. I didn't think he was going to play, and and need, but I wanted, but but I always said if something does, and I at the time, hopefully it doesn't happen. But if something does, you still have a quarterback that you know can take you to a championship, and this is a championship roster. So that's what I wanted. If you're happy that the guy got hurt, I hate you. And 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 just, you know, I'm not going to – a lot of people like you're not a fan, all this stuff. I'm not going to say you're not a fan because you guess what? You're a fan of the team. You you get to choose the way you, you cheer for the you team. Root. You root for the team the way yeah. you feel. It's an emotional thing. So whenever people tell me they're not real fans, like, no, I can't say that. And I, I well, I'm personally not going to say that. That's a personal choice. You can like players. You can do all of these things. You can care more about one player than another player. People root for laundry. You don't root for people. When you go to other teams, you stop rooting for that player. You root for the next person who's wearing that jersey. So I get all of that. So you can like one player when they're in your colors more than other. all of those things. But if you are happy that anybody on the team gets injured, then – I hate you. Yeah. For, that's from, from me, from the depths of my being to you. I hate you. Don't. So that's because I, 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 that sentiment, I, I, that's that part of it. Um, that part of your fandom, it's, you know, it, I, I don't know. I think, I think that's an ignorant part of your fandom. Um, so I just wanted to put that statement out there. And that has nothing to do with the like of one player or dislike of one player. It's just wishing harm on another human another being player. and yeah, being happy fair. for it. That's that's the part of like just be just be human about that. Yeah. And you know the the guys that are out there giving their all um, so that you can be entertained. That's what it is. Football is a TV show, people. It's a TV show. Highest rated TV show running. And that's what they're trying to do is 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 entertain you. And you have this emotional attachment to it, but those are actual um, men out there with lives. Um, yes, they get paid well to perform, but that's what they're doing. But um, you know, they feel they hurt, they cry like everybody else. So to you know, so that's that's one of those things that um, I get into it, and people you know, through the racial stuff out there and all that stuff. Like you know what. Be, what for whatever your reasons for being happy about it, racial or otherwise, it's just it's ignorant, and I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you're happy for the injury, yeah, that's all. I just wanted to say that. Now we can go. Yeah, no space for that. <laughs> so for for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.